This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. They be talking about best to prove me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out, walking out. Before we get into the game tonight, let's talk about the game that happened last night. This Miami Heat team, this Boston Celtics team, they're just having one of the more Jekyll and Hyde series that I can remember. The Celtics blow out the Heat, uh, 102 to 82. Miami had a one point in the first seven minutes of the game. Can't believe it. I just can't believe that. The starters ended up with only 18 points. Yes, you heard that right. Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Max Struess ended up with 18 points total, with P.J. Tucker and Max Struess scoring zero. This was pathetic by the Miami Heat. The Boston Celtics showed up and took care of business. Jason Tatum had 31 points, and that's all they needed because everybody else just had pedestrian games, and without Marcus Smart, they tied the series 2-2. Now, I said he in six, but the way this series is going, I don't know. That he could win in seven, that he can lose in six, that he can win the first, that he can win game five and then lose the next two games. You don't know what's going to happen in this series. This series, Every single game in this series, a team has been up by 20 points. Two games, a team has been up by 30 points. So what does that show you? That shows you that this is just a seesaw fair, back and forth, Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get. But I'm going to roll with the Heat. They will win game five and win game six. Now, will I be surprised? at all if they go to a game seven no but jimmy butler bam out of bio gotta close this series down and everybody been getting hurt you got marcus smart hurt robert williams hurt you got pj tucker hurt kyle larry hurt tyler hero hurt jason tatum was hurt during the game three and I expected Miami Heat to win one game, and I thought it would be game four. But, no, they win game three, gutted that one out without Jimmy Butler in the second half. Bam Adebayo played well. And then right on cue, Jekyll and Hyde, they wet the bed in game four. I think the Miami Heat get some home cooking in game five. They win game five, win game six. Now, Boston. Boston should be feeling really good because every single game they've looked overall like the better team. After four games, they've looked like the better overall team because it seems like for them, it's all about health. And for the Miami Heat, it's all about trying to find ways to win. So we'll see what happens. Now it's a two out of three series. Miami has two games on their home court if they need it. And the Boston Celtics will once again 
in order to win this series, they're going to have to go to Miami and win. Whoever wins game five will win the series. Mark my words. Let's talk about the Western Conference, shall we? There's not much to talk about because this is sweet. Get the broomsticks out. They're losing tonight. Luca, hookah, boo, that don't matter who he is. You're going to lose tonight. And if by some chance, if they get lucky, they're just going to lose on Thursday. The Dallas Mavericks are way over their heads. That's why I was so disgusted by the Phoenix Suns. Still disgusted by the Phoenix Suns. Because the Dallas Mavericks shouldn't be here. Yes, they got here. We should respect what they did. They beat the number one seed handingly in game seven to reach to the Western Conference Finals. But it's clear, it's clear as day that the Dallas Mavericks are just outclassed by the Golden State Warriors. Game three. This is a must win, in my opinion, for the Dallas Mavericks. Because you go down 3-0, it's good night, Irene. The fat lady is singing. It's over. It's the swan song. The welfare tour has commenced for the Dallas Mavericks if they lose game three. And guess what? They lost 109 to 100. You know why? Because guys couldn't make shots. This man, Reggie Bullock, was 0 for 10, 0 for 7 from three-point range, 0 for 1 from free throw. He couldn't buy a basket. Couldn't buy a basket. Powell, their, their center, only played eight minutes, gave a three points. Trash. Max Kleber, this power forward that's supposed to be shooting threes, 0 at 5 from three point range, come by a basket. So between Max Kleber and Reggie Bullock, they were 0 for 15 from the field, 0 for 12 from three point range. That is disgusting. Now, people want to say, well, what Luca can do, what Luca can do. Luca can play some goddamn defense. The man can't stop anything. Can't stop a park's car. Can't stop a yield sign. Can't stop a stop sign. This man is atrocious on the defensive end. He doesn't even try. Maybe if you stop smoking some hookah before the game, maybe you could try on defense. Because you had the worst plus minus of your whole team, even though you dropped 40. That's pathetic. Now, the Mavericks have had a tremendous season, have exceeded most people's expectations of them. But I just got to call a spade a spade. If they can't get shots from other people, that's why they're missing, you know, Tim Hardaway, because he would have gotten you at least 8, 10, 19 points. It just can't be Luka and Brunson. They scored. 60% 60% of the of the total points that they had. They had 60 points combined. 40 points came from where? Outside of Spencer Dinwiddie, couldn't get anything going from every, anybody else. So they got to go to the drawing board. They need to get a center. They need to get a guard. This is what I hate. Because what the Dallas Mavericks are is what Houston was in 2016, 2017. Houston was 2015, 2016. LeBron James, his first half of his career with, with, um, with Cleveland. You have to stop thinking that your primary ball handler will take care of everything. Go get 
a shooting guard that can shoot, pass, and dribble. Go get a center that can defend and score on the block. Go get a wing defender that can also hit threes. Like, do not think just because you have Luka Doncic, that means he could be the ultimate maker. Because you'll end up like what Houston was, about an eight, nine-year stretch where you're a top seed and can't get to the NBA Finals. That's what it is. And the one time they was able to do that, Chris Paul got hurt. We've seen this story again and again in the Western Conference. A team that nobody thought would get to the Western Conference Finals, get there, and then they get smoked. Coincidentally, the last three teams, including this Dallas Mavericks team, have been smoked by the Warriors. Houston in 2015 and 2016, if I'm not not mistaken, they lose. They lose to Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Everybody knew that Golden State was going to win. The Portland Trailblazers, they get to the Western Conference Finals. They play Golden State, and guess what happens? It's good night. They get swept. So we have these teams that get there, and Dallas Mavericks is the next team, especially given the fact that that disgusting performance by the Phoenix Suns they get to the Western Conference Finals, and there's no match. I knew this series would be quick, but not this quick. But it's over. They're getting boomsticked out. It's, it's a wrap. And if it's not done, it's done on Thursday. But I, I want to damn near guarantee that this game will be over. Uh, shoot, uh, by the end of the third quarter, I just don't see why the Dallas Mavericks will have any passion to try to get it back to, to San Francisco just to get beat down there. But we'll see what happens with Golden State in the NBA Finals where they'll play, you know, the real series in this in this conference finals, the Celtics and the Miami Heat. Now, before I end the show, one last topic I want to talk about. It's college football. Nick Saban and his incendiary comments towards Jimbo Fisher and Neon Dion Prom Tom Sanders. This man, Nick Saban, got the audacity, the unmitigated goal to come at Jimbo Fisher, Dion Sanders, and their programs as he believes that they essentially paid players to go play for their respective universities being Texas A&M and Jackson State. Nick Saban, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be disgusted with yourself. A lot of NI deals, a lot of NIL deals have been benefiting a bunch of players and it's also benefited your program because now you not only have one of the best football teams in America but you also have the backing of the university and the boosters and also a bunch of companies that are willing to spend money to get these student athletes into your facilities. Nick Saban, where would you be 
without black athletes. Let's just call a spade a spade. Nick Saban is pissed off that the top recruit in the country decided to go and play for Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders in Jackson State in Mississippi instead of going to Alabama. And let's just call it what it is. That's why he called them out. Also, he's mad that Texas A&M was able to get a lot of the recruits that he wanted, but they ended up going there. NIL deals essentially are there to help players name, image, and likeness and them able to be able to profit off of such thing. And Nick Saban is pissed that everybody has these tools, some more than others, obviously, due to relationships and connections. But now there's a more playing field, and Nick Saban want to get mad and then call people out. Okay, Nick Saban. Okay, you have allowed Pandora's box to come out. You got you have allowed the smoke to get out the chimney, and there's about to be a barbecue. I hope Bama gets ramrodded by Georgia, Texas A&M, LSU. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Because what Nick Saban is trying to do is trying to say that Alabama does his their thing the, the right way. That Alabama is above the fray. But you heard what Jimbo Fisher said about you and all the disgusting things that you do behind the scenes that nobody knows about because everybody thinks that you're just this clean slate of a man that does not do anything wrong. Man, bull job. Bull job. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, all these guys, A.J. McCarron, Derek Henry, the list goes on and on. Landon Collins, they all come there just to play Alabama football. They could have went to LSU. They could have went to Texas A&M. They could have went to USC. But no, they picked there, not just because you could get them to the NFL, because obviously these five-star recruits could have went anywhere else and had the same opportunities or similar opportunities. No, you was able to get something behind the door, behind the, you know that wink-wink, shake-of-a-hand deal. And now that you don't have that arsenal, like you once did because NIL deals now is, you know, out and about. Now you're mad. Well, get used to it. You're going to be having to fight to get these top four, top five recruits into your building because the NIL deal has been the ultimate equalizer. Just like the three-point shot in the NBA and just like the passing game in the NFL. So... Nick Saban, you need to do better. And them boys in in the SEC conference and in all of college football having the opportunities that they once only could get at Alabama at other universities. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on the show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, prove me wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. To hear what they be talking about, best to prove me wrong.
or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out.